0: This is a recording of a Facebook Live episode. To interact, receive exclusive tips and bonuses, be sure to join us live on the Facebook page at Claire Rauchet Coaching each Thursday at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Now, let's dive into the show. Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea.
1: So hi, everyone, and welcome back to another Facebook Live episode of the podcast. And I'm super excited as I will be discussing the importance of team training. So I think a life lesson we've all learned over time is that we never really stop learning. So we're always growing, evolving and changing. And with this, so does our business. So it is critical to train our team initially when onboarding, but to also really educate them as time goes on and the business evolves. And keeping your team on the same page can really be quite tricky depending on the size of your team, whether you're spread out, whether you're at the same location or whether you just are really busy or like the reason that you're getting a team is to kind of take the load off you. So it can be really tricky to manage, but it is so important and having a really strong base can help shape your business positively. So let's dive into the show all about team training and the benefits of it, why we should or could be doing it and how it can really help grow your business. So first off, it's all about creating consistency and consistency is such an important factor for any business as it generates a really streamlined effect across the board. And the best way to achieve this, and I'm sure you've heard it all before from me, is all about systemizing. And it is so critical to systemize your onboarding sequence at your studio when taking on new team members and that way each new team member is getting the same information as the ones previously and eliminating any chance of confusion so if you're unsure like an onboarding sequence could include uh, certain trainings that you do um, information about certain processes or things at your studio And it does become tricky when you have different people all at different levels or have been at your studio for certain amounts of time that are different to others. So having a really consistent onboarding sequence when someone joins you and this is the the things they need to go over is a really fantastic way to make sure that you know that each team member is really giving the best chance for success. And it's also a really big time saver for you in the long run as you could give them like a welcome pack or even like a Trello list or videos to watch as well as in person, you know, training as well. But it can be a really big time saver to get them started on some of the main things that you already have in place and then being able to roll them out into your studio and whatever tasks they're meant to be doing as well as then adding that in-person training as well. And again, that way they are also receiving the same treatment as everyone else and getting the correct information from the beginning, so there's no confusion. And of course, you may hire many different kinds of team members and this means that you might have to have a couple of different onboarding processes for people like your teachers for any admin people or even virtual assistants but having a system in place for all roles and covering your bases will help save everyone time in the training process and while it may take a little bit more time initially to get that all sort of set up and started in the long run it's really going to be a great way to create a sense of professionalism and you know really formality in your studio that everyone can feel really content in knowing that you're really prepared and they trust you knowing that you're going to lead them from a place of you know being organized and, and efficient which is fantastic um, and also obviously remember to leave room for any questions they may have as everyone can learn at different paces and in different ways but it's really important to get some even it doesn't have to be big but even some sort of small form of an onboarding process is really fantastic and it's a great time as well to be able to reiterate your studio's values and this your story and mission in your enrollment sort of sequence although you know most of this probably would have been covered in the initial hiring or interview process but when you really educate them fully on your business and are giving them the same information again this creates a whole lot of consistency and keeps everyone on the same page and Just the same if you update everyone on something new you are starting at your studio. When everyone is on board and can resonate with your studio's mission, you can really rest well knowing your business is running smoothly, which generates trust for you that you hire the right individuals and again creates just a really positive atmosphere at your studio and for your clients that are there as well. Now my next important point about creating you know, the importance of team training is all about improving their performance and building confidence. So training in any sense is to really better further a skill or learn something new. So when this is applied to your studio, your team can really always benefit from extra education. So as mentioned in the previous point, you may have team members who play different roles in your studio but further training in any role in any way can really be beneficial. And with extra training, you can expand and develop the skills your team already possess and what you saw in them from the beginning. So you might be able to see when you meet someone that they might have a particular inkling for a certain role that you could really develop for them in the future. And that is where you really start to not play, but you try, you're really trying to seek out each person's potential strengths. And so that you're really trying to use that to their advantage to really improve and provide training in that areas. And then it's also an advantage for you as well, because you get to use that and really, you know, get that in your studio, which is super, super exciting and awesome. And Like I said, this can also apply if a team member is taking on more responsibility. So they might be starting out as a teacher, moving into admin or starting an admin, moving into um, a manager role, whatever it is that it may be. And if you are happy with their work and want them either to teach a different style of dance or help out in the admin department, then they're really more likely to improve their skills to demonstrate their ability to level up. And it turn, they're going to be really loyal to you as well. If you can provide them with more work, more consistency, and essentially a wonderful career, they are going to be really loyal to you, which is exciting as a business owner. But with that... Um, you know, the training and it can really improve their skills and get them to level up. This also in turn builds confidence for them as they feel they are a valuable part and they are of your business. And no matter what training you want your team to participate in, growth in their abilities is inevitable and will benefit them as well as your business. Now, one thing I have seen on a couple of Facebook groups, I just wanted to sort of get your thoughts on it as well, was some people, you know, and actually I see this quite a lot. You know, they know that they need to do more training, or they know they need an acro teacher, and they have a teacher who's interested in doing it, or they know um, another teacher might need to be trained in a form of a, a dance exam or something, Um, and they're willing to get it done. But in the past, they've paid that person to get all that training, and then they've moved on, or started their own studio, or gone and left somewhere else. And the the, the person you will, you as a studio owner, it's happened to me. Is you can kind of feel like. Like, what was the point of paying for that if, you know, I'm not sort of getting the rewards? And there's a couple of things that you can do to fix this. I kind of look at it as if, you know, they're going to leave or they do leave. Well, it's probably inevitable anyway. It, it might not have been the right fit. But often I can also reflect and go, you know, could I have done anything differently? You know, am I being the best employer that I can be and that kind of gives me a different perspective to see how I could um, alter training and dealing with my team members moving forward Um, one thing that you could do depending on the type of training you could you know partially fund it and get them to uh, fund the other part because really if it's if it's just putting all the training into that one person like we said they can move elsewhere so it's going to make them more employable in the future so um, you could ask if they're interested, again, it's not um, a priority or it's not a requirement to be a part of your studio, but that you could offer them to pay like a part of it and then they cover the rest. Or one thing I like to do is as much as possible, I myself will also go to that training. So while I might be paying for the training for that particular team member to really upskill so they can actually take over that area, I am also getting the training so that I can um, essentially regurgitate that information to my other team members and so I'm getting that information the expertise in that one particular person and then I'm also getting the information that I could pass on to my other team members moving forward Um, but at the end of the day you know you might have a couple of people who do move on who you've paid training for but you know if it all is to go right well then hopefully you would have got a really good value uh, for your business from that person during that time and again sometimes if it's not working out, it's not working out. And that's just the way it is. Um, But I did, I've been seeing that quite a bit on Facebook lately. So I thought it, it did sort of pique my interest and I know it's happened to me and I've thought about it in the past. So I thought it might be relevant to you guys as well. So as well as improving performance and confidence, team training is also a great way to create a better team work environment. So training is a valuable part of team building as it can create a bonding experience between you and your staff. And this can be from the initial onboarding process to weekly check-ins with your team or, you know, an in-person meeting. But when everyone is educated on the same page and feels a part of something special, a positive work environment is created as a result. And it is super important to take ideas on from other team members as well, and most of the time, these fantastic ideas are something that I could never even thought of. So when you are having team meetings, I think a really fantastic thing to do is to have like an ideas time, like sort of bounce ideas of each other, things that they would like to see in the classroom more, um, different events they thought that you could put on. There are so many ways that you can really improve your studio by just using sort of the group's brain, essentially, to try and improve. And, you know, if, I know I, should, I, I don't think I have to say this to you guys because I know you would do this anyway, but within your team meetings, if someone has an idea, it's really fantastic to hear them out and let other people sort of bounce ideas off them as well. And if you are training them on something new for your business and they contribute a really good idea, taking that into consideration can help them feel heard and valued just like everybody else, just like you and I. So teaching and training can go both ways at times. And remember, you can always learn something new from others, no matter what their role is with in your business and education really does bring together people especially if you're on the same page with your team so as dance educators we all have this joint passion which is dance education so that is really something that we all connect on and then we're able to grow and learn more together which is fantastic so if we have that in place and we then know that our values and our vision align which is really crucial then we really should be working like in harmony essentially and that's when those really fantastic working relationships blossom and you can have team members, you know, up to 10 plus years rather than having a turnover every season. So that is something to think about too. I know, um, obviously everyone would listen when people have ideas, but sometimes really opening that up and being like, you know, it's ideas time, let's brainstorm together. It can be a really fantastic way to get new ideas for you, improve your own ideas as well as you know, making them feel valued and heard because their thoughts and ideas are also really awesome. Only a couple more little points to go, but something I sort of Throughout this um, live podcast so far, I've touched on points about training, obviously. Um, But one thing I really, really need um, to stress is that I think in-person training is also really fantastic. So while it's really great to have things like Facebook or email or Trello, which is a really great way to check in weekly or a bit more frequently, having an in-person training, you know, at least... Once a term slash quarter, I think is really fantastic. And again, it could be an opportunity to do that professional development altogether and then bounce ideas of each other. Go over those important things as well, but basically make the meeting more than just like notices, if that makes sense. So I feel like if you need, you know, if what you're saying at your meeting could be sent in an email, then it's sort of irrelevant. So you really want to make sure that you're either trying to add some type of education whether that be through bringing someone in or watching a video that you've found or doing an exercise together but doing something that really is valuable with that time together and it doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to be you know it's not like a full day thing it doesn't have to be long at all but it also is a really great way to ensure that there's like consistency and you can really kind of come together as a team. And what I like to do at the, so in Australia, our seasons basically run from January to December. So the year before I do up a new team handbook for the following year, and that has all of the dates for our training a year in advance. And I usually just set it something like, you know, Saturday or Sunday afternoon before term goes back. Um, and you know occasionally someone will be away or not back but normally because it's the day or two before school kind of goes back everyone is back home which is great Um, so that is all about the importance of in-person training as well and sort of I got just a couple more little points but I just think it's really important there's so much I could probably talk about this all day but team training and just sort of in general is a really great way to also create accountability for your team members So in these meetings as well, you could be setting goals for different like trial conversions or maintaining certain class numbers or even referring your studio to other community members or relatives or children's friends is a really great way to keep them motivated and actually a part of the studio growth. So, you know, a lot of the time as studio owners, we know we want to get to, you know, potentially this revenue number or this student number and then we empower our teams to really take fantastic classes but there is like a bit of a missing link so you know when someone might leave a class or someone joins that person's sort of like okay that's just happening but if they knew that you know we needed this class to get to this number and this is how we're going to do it obviously it is up to well not obviously but most of the time it is up to us to get those people in the classes and then it's up to the teachers to convert them into you know, paying customers. So involving them in those numbers, setting sort of goals for where you'd like to hit, um, setting retention goals for, you know, the amount of students they keep in their classes from term to term is a fantastic way to include accountability into your uh, team meetings. And then as well have celebrations for milestones that are hit. Really applaud teachers who are, you know, consistently converting trial students into current students or who are maintaining a certain student for a certain amount of time and it's you know a really great way like I said to give accountability to your team members and really make them feel a part of it and that is something that is so important and obviously you can incentivize it as well if you really want to do that part so you could do it through like bonuses or even like if we hit this number we'll go on like a studio breakfast like it doesn't have to be You know, you hear like dangling cash over their head. It's not about that, but, you know, spending quality time together is also really fun if you have a really fantastic team. Second last point, we talk about consistency, confidence and all of that. And I really think and I want to talk about having uh, guidelines or a curriculum in the classroom, how that can be really fantastic. So in episode 58 with Erin Pride, and I really encourage you to go back and listen to that We talked all about benchmarks for consistency in your studio, which is a fantastic way to be really assured as a studio owner that the correct work is being done. And say if you have multiple venues, that you're not getting a better experience at one versus the other. So I think it makes me feel really fantastic knowing you know, there's an outline for the term and that I know that the teachers are hitting all of those important things and it's really just about support and guidance. Um, But if you wanna learn or listen more about that, I encourage you to listen to episode 58 with Erin Pride. So lastly, my point for today is all about evolving and growing your business. So when training your team, you are really giving them the opportunity to have your studio grow and evolve. So when taking on new team members and training them a particular role, you are growing your business essentially. And by growing your team, if you are financially in a place to do so, of course, you're really allowing the opportunity for new students as well as new opportunities, which in the end will generate more income. And this will also give you time to focus your energy on other tasks, knowing your studio is really running smoothly in the hands of others that you trust. On another hand, if you are heading in a new direction for your business, then you need to first educate your staff for that transition to be made. And if a new action is required, then everyone must be on the same page and educating them to do so is really important. And once in place, your really, your business can really start to shift, grow and evolve. And remember, knowledge is power. And with that in mind, with team training, anything is truly possible. And I think it really does create a beautiful atmosphere in your studio and you can have team members who are dedicated, who are kind, who are fantastic educators and know and full well what your studio's value and missions are and can walk into your classroom every day feeling empowered and motivated which is fantastic. So I want to thank you all for joining me or if you're watching the recording of this, this is very exciting and thank you so much. Just a reminder, if you want to join me live to ask questions live as I'm going, you can join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. But again, the recordings will be up on the Facebook page as well as the audio recording on the podcast stream, which will come out on Monday, which if you're listening to this on the podcast, hello, it's now the future, which is very exciting. So thank you all so much again for listening or watching today's live episode. I really hope these tips can get you excited with you know your own team training or onboarding sequence, or if you're still considering bringing on a team, kind of give you a bit of an insight into things that you could do to really make that a smooth process. So remember, learning is never over at any age and with education, we can evolve and become our greatest version of ourselves. I hope you have a great day wherever you are in the world and I will speak to you all next week. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.